0: You're listening to episode number 276 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Although you do get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 vegas with a seven dollar per month subscription to patreon you know that's uh patreon.com slash 360 vegas
1: day after tomorrow gentlemen we'll be in las vegas welcome to vegas
2: Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio, Riviera, the Mirage,
1: Flamingo, Sahara, the MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck.
0: Strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road, I think, probably anywhere in the world.
2: Kicking ass in Vegas!
0: Vegas, baby.
1: Vegas, baby.
0: Welcome to Las Vegas.
1: So, we promised you an update as to <laughs> some... After
2: our long rambling about how we got to Vegas. Yes, yeah, so some details
1: <laughs> There's about, the whole why. about how we got to, to Vegas and we said that once we were legally allowed to discuss this situation with you, we would. However, we didn't realize that there would be additional legal situations regarding it. So so the best way to sum this up is based on the advice of legal counsel. <laughs> That's always a good way to start a conversation. Karen?
2: I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Um long story short, my company uh, went through a major restructure, like major major closing offices and all that kind of stuff. and they did offer me a job yep. um, which you know Mark and I considered for a split second and just said yeah, no. Uh, so we took advantage of that and made the change and moved out here. So uh, as of right now, I've, I've been enjoying some time off and resting while Mark has continued to work.
1: Which I kind of like. (laughs) Which which most people knew that you were getting ready. You were preparing for a sabbatical. I was getting
2: ready to take a sabbatical anyway. Um, So this just kind of changed the focus of the sabbatical. Instead of taking a bunch of trips and stuff that I wanted to do, the sabbatical became focused on getting us moved out here. And, you know, even the last few weeks have been wrapping up little odds and ends and doing that kind of stuff so
1: and and, yeah and it it wasn't abrupt it wasn't this isn't tragic like we we were preparing for this we were saving for this like uh, like all of this was part of the plan it's just the the there were rumors
2: there were rumors that this was going to happen for i mean at least a year and so you know you and i had talked about okay so if this does happen what do we want to do so we weren't surprised we knew it was coming Um, Which is why I think the move seemed abrupt to so many people, but it wasn't to us. Yeah, so. But yeah, I'm I'm unemployed. Um,
1: Eventually, I'm going to have to start in Vegas, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, come on. That's so freaking cool. You know what? She wakes up in the morning. She's like, I think I want to go walk around. Red Rock Canyon. I guess it's, I'm gonna do that
2: today. <laughs> but but that's and a,
0: now I'm kind of <laughs> hungry for some pizza rock. I guess I'm gonna go eat lunch. Now. <laughs>
2: but but okay. So so anybody that knows me is would know that I have not been unemployed since I was like ten because I grew up on a family business and you know then the child labor laws are different if the family you know owns it. So for me to not have a job like it's starting to sink in in the back of my head. So anything that I want to do. It has to be free because um, otherwise <laughs> I'm like, I am not spending Again, money Vegas. until, I, you know, well, yeah, there's a, there is a lot to do, um, especially with, you know, if you have free parking on the strip, you can at least get down there and it doesn't cost you anything. But yeah, so so there is an aspect of that that I'm not like I don't want people to think that I'm going out and having, you know, two hundred dollar martini lunches and, and all that because I'm, I'm not. But I am
0: 75.
1: <laughs> I know. know right? yeah. I was going to let her get away with that one.
2: But yeah, so it's, it's again, it, it was kind of like I was going to have some time off and take a sabbatical anyway, and, you know, just was able to use that to get us out here, which has been great. Uh, so as of right now, we're good. In a couple months, if I'm still not working, then you'll start to hear a level of desperation in my <laughs> voice that I, I'm going to start, like, calling, hey, anybody need a person to count stuff? I can do that. Totally can do that. But yeah, so no, we, I haven't really started looking yet, but we'll that, that'll be coming soon. So. But there it is.
0: That's <laughs> Awesome. I mean, seriously, guys, kick ass. You guys are, you guys are living the dream right now. As far as I'm concerned,
2: it's it's got good days and bad days. I'll put it that way. Like I said, the 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 thing in the back of my head is always like, you're unemployed. You don't have any more paychecks coming. Kind of sneaks up on you every so often, but it'll be fine. Yep. I'm I'm very employable.
0: So, have you considered busking on uh, Fremont
2: Street? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what my talent would be.
0: I've got a couple
2: ideas. I don't, I don't. You're open to a suggestion. Nope. nope. (laughs) I don't want any.
0: (laughs) I can think of two perky talents that you've got right now.
1: (laughs) And I have seen some less than. um, Oh,
2: mine are definitely better than some of them that are out there. There's no doubt about that, is all I'm going to say. Mm.
0: You know what I think we should do? We should probably start the show. So he's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with random Vegas.
1: In 1984, Circus Circus co-owner Bill Pennington was in a boating accident that almost killed him. He remained underwater for over five minutes until an 18-year-old dove in to retrieve and eventually revive him. It's believed the only reason he survived is because of how cold the water in Lake Tahoe was that day. After waking from a coma, he thanked the young man by buying him a Porsche 930 Turbo. A week later, that young man died in that vehicle from a car crash. We got that from The Forgotten Man, the story of Bill Bennett. What the hell? That was such good information that I had to share it in a random Vegas, and I couldn't put it in the Bill Bennington narrative because it just didn't work. It, it, it was just too much of a deviation. So I'm like, I'm just going to ruin the beginning of the show. I don't care.
0: And oh, car that's not giving... a downer. That's delicious
1: irony. <laughs> <laughs> delicious irony. That might be the title of the show.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I just... I, I was reading that, and I'm like, well, it was nice when a Guy saved his life. It's cold by him car. All right, yeah. Oh, wait. Shit, he died a week later?
1: Fuck. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's fascinating. Five minutes, fucking super cold water. Like, let me reward this kid. Kid dies that way of, like... Jesus Christ! Talk about not being able to.
0: Like, you want to talk about a shitty year? Well, like, that you know what that was. That was one of those final destination situations. Right. Someone like he, was supposed to have died. Right. It wasn't you? It'll be the person that saves you. Right.
2: Then. Exactly. So, That's right. exactly it. And the moral of this story:
0: Don't try to be a nice guy.
2: <laughs> well, and quite honestly, the other thing that I've learned is uh, Lake Tahoe is fucking cold, so I don't know that I have any desire to jump in it anymore. Well, I
1: I don't know if if it's always cold. I think he was just on in a boat in a boat while it was. If,
2: if you're in a boat and the water is too cold to be in it, I, you well, shouldn't I, be on the boat.
1: I agree with you. I don't. Because <laughs> you're gonna
2: yeah. get wet at some yeah.
1: point. So yeah. I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you.
0: All right, this twit pick of the week is kick-ass, man. Talk to us about what's going on here.
1: It's a stunning metaphor for the experience so many enjoy while visiting the city of lights. Only in Vegas can so many partake in an unforgettable adventure, even if the details of it are a bit unclear an ever-changing and modern city that simultaneously retains an iconic and classic feel to it. An oasis in the desert, paradise on Earth, at Vegas photograph captures the emotion evoked when the opportunities that lie just past this sign are contemplated.
0: So there have been many a time, Mark, when I've given you grief on this podcast where I say (laughs) that I actually think your lead-up to the photo is a thousand times better than the actual photo itself. <laughs> this is one of those situations where I actually think the photo completely eclipsed its introduction. Yeah. What I think is so outstanding about this particular photo is that in my opinion at least it embodies what it's like when you're in Vegas and you've had way too much <laughs> to drink and everything is blurry. And so you stand there and you know, I mean, you're not freaked out. You're not worried. Don't feel unsafe because your mind can comprehend ultimately what you're what seeing and what is. you're looking at.
2: I know what that is.
0: Look at its shapes. But, <laughs> right. but it, you're so drunk that your eyes can't focus on what it is that it's actually seeing. And this is what that picture to me entails. It's that I know what I'm seeing. I know what I'm looking at. Fortunately, even though my eyes can't make my brain translate it, I ultimately know what it is that I'm looking at right now. And that's what this picture evoked for me. This was an outstanding winner and uh, hands down one of the coolest that I think we've highlighted on, on the podcast personally.
2: I, I agree. I think it. it's funny. You guys can't see this, but Tony gets in talking. And Mark listen to me like, all right, your turn. Say something. Because <laughs> um, I, I get like that head nod, like your turn. You're up. I think it's a great photo. I, and I wasn't sure. I kind of read through the... Because I always read, you know, your your descriptor before I look at the picture. And this is one that's like, that's a cool picture. <laughs> it just... It, yeah,
1: it was a good one this week. There's, there's so much about it that I liked. Like, I, I like Tony's analysis. I like the idea of being in front of this sign but so excited about what's behind it that you're almost looking past it to see the other things that <laughs> that you can't wait to get to like like it's almost like there's too much that's cool that you can't focus on any of it you're just too excited to get to all of it so it's it's got many many metaphors can be can be made with this but it's it is a great picture
0: it is uh, and frankly i hope that our listeners will tweet out over the next week or so you know kind of what their impressions are what 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 does it mean to them when they see it so let us know as always we'll link to it uh to that particular photo on our blog we'll feature on all of our social media outlets such as uh hang on Flickr, (laughs) pinterest i swear guys i am not anywhere near what i was at last week i'm just having a really hard time neither
2: one of us are so that's probably a good thing
0: (laughs) um as i was saying it's it's Flickr and pinterest and facebook Google Plus and Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Let's get into the news. All right, so this one I'm super excited about because a little spoiler alert for the folks at home. This is going to be my last podcast before I see everybody out in Vegas for Vegas Vacation 7. I'm going to be gone next Friday night. So this is awesome that we get to talk about it right now. You've got some updates, Mark, on what 360 Vegas Vacation 7 is going to look like.
1: Yeah, we've not talked about it much, largely due to a certain life-changing situation that kept us distracted that we do not bring up here anymore.
0: <laughs> it's, it's vague. Hang on. Can I, you know what? Stop for a hot second. You know what? I saw that. Exchange, and I'll be generic about it, on Twitter, and I don't think that there's any reason for you not to at least have an opportunity to continue to say, you know what? This is where we belong. This is our place, and we're going to fucking enjoy it, man.
2: Now I, I wonder what this exchange was on Twitter. Well, it it. It.
0: That might be an over, I, I apologize if I'm making it a bigger deal than it is because it was a one-off twit, Twitter twit? comment. <laughs> twit? <laughs>
1: Well, you, you trampled on my joke because I was about to yeah. <laughs> I was about to do exactly what you're saying I should be doing.
0: Well, throw your throw your joke in and just edit me out.
1: No, no, no. no. Yours I, is better. We,
2: we love the fact that you're defending us and we don't have to defend us. So. Yeah,
1: I'll be a dick, I promise.
2: No, he'll yeah he'll have his moment. <laughs>
1: Yay! Yeah, Karen, Karen's been with me twenty years. I can't suppress it. It's really not <laughs> he possible. He really can't.
2: <laughs> he will find a way for it to get out, and you just kind of go okay. <laughs> right. Uh, it's also the reason
1: that there are no limited edition shirts for 360 Vegas Vacation 7. I just didn't get around to creating them. But regardless, 360- which, which
2: is funny, because I was just going through the closet this week, and I'm like, shit, do we need to order a t-shirt? I yeah. think I've got a new one. Yeah, nope. no, nope, we're but I didn't create them. Okay. I
1: didn't create them. 360 Vegas Vacation 7 begins in two weeks, and as always, it is going to be awesome. And for some of you who've never attended one, a life-changing moment. Which, it's funny, like, we say that, and it sounds arrogant, and it sounds like you're over-exaggerating it, but it isn't. Like, we have people all, it was just happening today, where Josh was talking about, he was re-listening to the Vegas Vacation 6 episode. He was like, is it sad that I'm doing that? And Mitchell's like, no, I do it. I know tons of people who have said that, that when they're missing Vegas real hard... You know, uh, Matt, our, one of our original co-hosts, yeah. says he listens to the 360 Vegas Vacation One episode, fucking all the time, because he's just missing the city and it's one of the best times he's ever had in his life. So it just, when you got to go to that happy place, like fuck it, I, I, I need to relive it. I got to, I got to remember that
0: sorry are you getting cooper in the background <laughs> yeah, it was
1: awesome though
2: uh-huh. hi cooper <laughs>
1: 360 vegas vacation 7 starts sunday september 2nd with a 5 p.m meet and greet at level 107 at stratosphere do not pay for an elevator ride to the top of the tower just inform the attendant that you're going to level 107 lounge and it's free at seven fifteen, the limo to fremont street experience will pick us up in the stratosphere Porca Shore for a lap around the strip before dropping us off at downtown grand at eight fifteen for slot races and group gaming unscheduled events include large quantities of alcohol and memory loss next morning jesus christ talk about two people who weren't fucking paying attention to me at all sorry tony what's your excuse
0: no i was listening i you were rolling through it so fast i didn't know if i was supposed to interject or not
1: well, i felt that was a joke i yeah, I, I felt-
0: memory loss? No, they're absolutely not going to remember anything. I mean, if they do it right, they're not going to remember. I guess if I could interject one quick comment was to say that for my Vice Lounge Online podcasting partner, Jason Gilligan, he would like me to let any newbies know that if you're going to do the the limo ride from the Strat with the loop around the Strip to downtown, you would be very well advised to use uh, the bathrooms before you uh, get on the bus because there are no restrooms. in. You know, because let's be honest, Joey and Norma Gibson are going to have shots and uh, right. beer on the bus and yep. you're going to need use the facilities and there ain't going to be any. So no. just, you know, Sorry, exit Jason. the platter and that was a be ro- ready to run.
2: That was a rookie mistake the rest of us knew about and apparently we
1: forgot to Sorry.
0: Everyone is now on notice to use their restrooms.
1: All right, the next morning, the speakeasy at the Mob Museum. Again, don't pay admission to the Mob Museum. Just inform them that you're going to the speakeasy.
0: So can we interject a little man behind the curtain here, Mark? Absolutely. So when you and I originally had nailed this idea down, and we nailed this down, to say months ago doesn't put it in perspective. <laughs> that makes people think, oh, like they were thinking of this back in March or April. No way. We nailed this down At least January of this year but at the time Speakeasy had had only just opened and had very limited hours and I'm talking like like 5 to 9 p.m. limited hours yeah and so I remember texting you Mark saying I don't think this is gonna happen and your response back to me was right, no no problem when when it comes time to ultimately pull the trigger on how we're gonna handle this we'll either say we're gonna do this or we'll go back to Bangor Brink. Everybody loves that place. And I said, perfect plan. Let's do exactly that. Mm. And sure enough, you and I checked online and we confirmed it. They are, to the best of my knowledge, and I played around on just the speakeasies portion of the Mob Museum's website. It looks like they're open at least as early as when the museum itself opens. And then wow. I think stays open until at least the museum closes and maybe a little later, but that's that's the irrelevant part for us. This I said to Mark, cool, we're totally going to take a gamble yeah. that this is going to work out for our agenda, and it absolutely did work out. Yep.
2: So, you know, here's the other thing we could do. You and I could just run down there and check the hours at some point, just to make sure. Just
1: saying.
0: <laughs> I know, right? I mean, you guys kind of live there now. I, I mean, there's no reason it. not it's a, to. There's so many it, things that don't away. occur to me.
1: There's so many things that don't occur <laughs> to me, and you're like, oh yeah, we could just do
0: that, couldn't we?
2: <laughs> if we're not sure, you could always just go down there and, you know, introduce yourself, give them a heads up, like you might want to have staff here this day.
0: That's a great idea actually and yeah. I, I would support that 100%.
1: Well, I and and we're also foreshadowing. this is just the episode of foreshadowing what we'll, we'll explain why that idea fits in right with a, a new idea and potentially a new segment on the show but let's 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 reel it in. Uh, Marcus yes, is yes, listening to me. I know, I know that.
0: I know that segment but yes, we're getting ahead of ourselves.
1: Okay. So 3 actually, p. Yeah, one. This one's huge. 3 p.m. starts the 360 Whiskey Lounge experience at Tony, where is the venue going to be? Have we decided?
0: <laughs> we have. And and this is super cool because what I'm about to share with the listeners right now is as we record this approximately, mm, I'm going to go with nine hours old. Nice. <laughs> so wow. It took the, you
2: that long to negotiate the deal, Tony. I'm, I'm disappointed. I thought the, you would have had this wrapped up before.
0: I did. Fortunately, our hosts upgraded our experience. Oh, nice. well. Initially, our 360 Whiskey Lounge experience was supposed to have taken place at, is it pronounced Alara?
1: Yes, Alara. Yeah. Alara. I think it's Alara. Right. Alara, Alara, whatever.
0: It is being hosted by Sean and Felice, and for those who don't know, Sean hosts um. The, the bourbon N and like literally like the letter N bourbon N branch podcast he was going to host our whiskey lounge experience in his room at Alara the problem was check in was at 4pm and this experience was supposed to start at 3pm and I'm like guys this I, I, listen I'm not going to micromanage I just want to put on the record I'm a little nervous right <laughs> He goes, I respect your being nervous, hang tight. I'm like, I, all right, I, cool, all right, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm at work, I'm kind of doing my thing. Next thing I know, I get a, a, a DM over Twitter, he goes, everything's taken care of, I've upgraded our room. And I said, well, all right, what are you talking about? He said, we're staying at Cosmo, but we were going to use the Alara room merely because it was comped for the purposes of the whiskey tasting. He said, here's what I did. I just called Cosmo and told him, forget the room we originally had booked. I want to upgrade to a wraparound terrace fountain. No. And he he said, that way we don't have to screw with anything. People come back to our hotel room. We're already at Cosmo. We've got all the free space for everybody that wants, that will show up, the 15 people that will show up for the the whiskey tasting. And we've got a wraparound, terrace fountain room to be able to do the 360 Whiskey Lounge correctly. Okay, so
2: now I want to go because I want to see one of those rooms. There's only one spot left.
0: There's literally, and as again, as we (laughs) record this at at least Eastern Standard Time, uh, 7.30 p.m., there's literally one spot left, so good luck to whoever listened to this podcast yeah. first and got to their computer to buy that one spot.
1: Right.
2: Oh, and I don't need the whiskey. I just want to see the room. Doesn't matter. I, I might just pop occupancy. In. Yeah, but I'm I'm a host. It's fine.
1: I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, that's
2: three- awesome. And and special thanks, honestly, to Sean. Yeah, that's pretty beliefs. awesome. But, yeah. That is just fantastic. They're the best. We have some pretty Literally cool. nine hours
0: ago they had a regular room and they're like, you know what? We're not even gonna screw around with this. We wanna do this right.
2: I and can't so they- I missed them the last Vegas vacation. I can't wait to see them again. Yeah, this is great. so exciting and yeah. they are so generous for this.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, after that, six PM, three sixty Vegas family meet and greet at Ellis Island, featuring at Neon Vacation, at Melts Vegas, The Better Life, Vegas Confessions, Eric Rosenthal Vice Lounge Online, that's right, my co-host and his co-host on the, uh, I don't know how to branch that, but a Jason Gilligan.
2: Jason will be there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Jason will be there. I, I was trying to be clever, and I know better. <laughs> and also featuring at Vital Vegas. <laughs> 8 p.m. at Ellis Island, karaoke, slot races, and group gaming. Now, for the record... We don't have the karaoke commandeered. No, we have to. At least we don't officially or ahead of time have it commandeered. However, if this is what the people wanted and we're doing it, we better goddamn take it over.
2: Yeah. Otherwise, we're never doing this again.
1: Yeah. Or or, or, <laughs> or, or there's a chance that, like, if we overwhelmingly dominate the thing, then they're really not going to be able to say much about us being loud dickheads. You, see, I, I say that, and it's, it's not like we come in there and we're obnoxious people. We're just loud. We are really loud when we have fun.
0: Why you say we?
1: Fuck you. You're loud. Uh, it's,
0: it, it, actually, you know what? I, I, I agree with the fuck you part. I agree. <laughs> I disagree with that. the second part. If you're not being loud and fun with us, Karen, you're just not doing Vegas vacation right.
1: Yeah, agreed. Why don't you just go home? <laughs>
2: it depends. Am I in charge of, I,
1: we're exactly, not going you
2: know? to get into this right now. <laughs> We're not going to get into this right now because, oh, so many layers of subtext under, under that that we're just, we're just not going to do. <laughs> For the I record, can, I, no, I can get loud with everybody else. Karaoke's not my thing. Right, and It's not I, my so, thing either. I know. I'm just saying That's these
1: fuckers need to entertain us. I'm not saying I'm going up there to sing. No.
2: Not at all. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We, we need... Uh, enter, uh, yeah. Entertain me. Amuse
1: me. me. Right.
2: I, I feel like no some way. some point somebody on stage is gonna go. Are you not entertained?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll, I'll hoot and holler for you. I'm not getting up <laughs> there and singing.
0: Knowing the folks that have already RSVP'd for this particular event, I, I'm not even remotely concerned. Of, and and I have. I've had really good uh, DM conversations with. I assume Christina over at the um, at the Ellis Island. I mean, she seems to run all of their social media, and she's one of the like. I don't know daughters of the owners of the grandpa or something and like they know we're coming i've already told them i said you know this is the number to anticipate we're you know we're gonna have fun we won't be well. Will only be moderately offensive, but we'll only be offensive <laughs> to each other. We will never heckle. Yeah, you know,
2: we're, anybody we're not going to give anybody else us. a hard time, right?
0: Right. And and she said we can't wait to have you. I, my my point was just to let her know. Listen, I don't know how many people you usually keep on a random Monday night. Maybe <laughs> it'll help because it's a Labor Day. Maybe it won't because every you know most people have to go back to work the next day. Right. Suckers. Right. But <laughs> if if you don't anticipate a big crowd on a usual. Labor Day, Monday night, you might want to consider having one more server and or bartender available because you're going to have, you know, two dozen people taking over your karaoke lounge. And I know that um, Tim Lawson over at The Better Life, although he edited it from the actual podcast (laughs) that got posted did, he and I had a conversation, he said the only reason he edited it from his podcast was because he didn't have the opportunity to put together the um, behind the scenes Charitable opportunity that we had talked about, oh. and for the folks that come out to the Vegas Vacation Seven, Tim and I will tell you in person what we talked about. We're not going to reveal it on the podcast.
1: Oh, look at this. all right. So there you go. But it was
0: your- super cool, and it had him karaoke to a wonderfully embarrassing song, and he was going to do it for for charity. The theory being, if he got X number of dollars in charitable contributions, he would karaoke to a this particular song so
1: anyway there you go well there you go there's there's monday that sounds like a challenge it's a cliffhanger right there
0: can't wait so then
1: tuesday 8 a.m the 360 exercise experience with raising las vegas in addition to the plethora of vegas eye candy this event will feature the venetian canals and the ti pirate ship those interested in participating just need to meet up in front of link strip side at 8 a.m sharp I'm told that this will be the last exercise experience that will offer runs at both 360 Vegas vacations for the year starting next year. The Memorial Day run, uh, the Memorial Day 360 Vegas vacation will be a run and the Labor Day will be a hike in
0: the valley. Yep. You know I support this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you not signed I, up to run?
0: <laughs> I, well, okay, so So two things. Number one, (laughs) you're right. Yes, I have not signed up to run and I will not for this one. Second of all, just for, again, a little man behind the curtain, Mark edits out any long pauses, but there are times when Mark will wrap something up and then he'll turn to either Karen or I to kind of jump in with our thoughts. But Karen and I not being able to see one another We'll wait wait forever (laughs) for the other person to jump in. Yes. But again, the listener doesn't know that because Mark can edit out those long, drawn-out... And he does a fabulous job of it. Thank you. (laughs) So there are other times then when I'll be like, well, fine, I've got something to say on this. I'll just jump in just to let Karen know that I'm going to say something. and, And if she has something cool, and if she doesn't, we just move on. But the reason why I'm so supportive of this is after having done the run in over Memorial Day, the thought of being able to go out and just go do some random hiking. You know, you put on some shoes that, that have some traction to them. Christine is not going to take you out. You're not going to be using uh, a beaner, <laughs> right, to scale shit. You're going to go out and you're going to be walking through just some beautiful desert mountains uh, like landscape. If oh, she talking were about to the say the Owl
2: Cavern, she was talking about some really cool places yeah. down here. We haven't if seen them yet. If you aren't yeah.
0: following at Raising Las Vegas on Twitter, you're a moron because the pictures <laughs> that she posts are gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I will I will absolutely follow I will follow her. Will follow her <laughs> and if anybody was wondering, 36 minutes was the over under. If you bet the under, you won, that Tony would start singing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and she even... So the funny thing was, when we moved out here, she's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to get you guys into hiking. This is going to be fun. And Mark and I are like, okay, hiking. I could see that. Like, right. like, what's what's a short short hike? She's like, oh, well, a short one's like an hour. But, you know, typically during the day, I'm like six or seven hour hikes. So Mark and I are looking at each other like... Yeah, that's what? N- that's not
1: an event. That's, that's a, not going to happen. That's but a that's, that's not what
2: she's talking about here. She actually, yeah, we were chatting about some of the locations and, and great places where like owls go and nest that you can walk through and just beautiful, easy in and out. Again, hour long hikes. But yeah, I think the running. Um, it's not for everybody all the time, and the hiking's a little different. It gives you a break from the strip. It gets yeah. you a chance to get out. So, yeah, I I support this idea too. I think it's, it's I think it's be a all of part
1: of her elaborate plan to encourage everybody to move here.
2: <laughs> oh, she wants she wants everybody to see all the parts about Vegas right. that aren't you know the strip and downtown. Exactly. So yeah.
1: <laughs> so following the exercise experience is 360 Vegas indulgence at Canyon Ranch Spa, Venetian. For those of you looking to pamper oneself. <sighs> For those of you who've not punished your body enough, the bar crawl starts at 1 p.m. at Cosmopolitan Chandelier Bar. <laughs> after that, we expect to visit the lounge at Planet Hollywood, Le Central Bar at Paris, but to be honest, who the hell knows? Like every time we've done this bar crawl, it has never gone to the places nope. we thought that it would go. It always to. starts at the same place. It always starts it always starts where where we say it's gonna start, but after that it could go anywhere. So After all that, at 5 p.m., those who elected the healthier option to start off their day will rejoin the group for dinner at Wahlburgers at Bally's, included with group gaming at Bally's, Cromwell, and Paris. The only events that aren't free to attend are the Limo to Fremont Street and the 360 Whiskey Lounge. Tickets to those events can be attained from our Eventbrite page. A link to that can be found on the blog under the tab 360 Vegas Vacation or by touching the title of the Enhanced Podcast right now
0: listen i think this particular 360 vegas vacation is hitting all of the high notes for the longest time mark people well all right let me let me take it back i have said to you and i the best part about mark is i just i plant the seed i walk away i kind of wait to see what if anything sprouts right my god you <laughs> and, and so- karen
1: have been talking a lot haven't you <laughs>
2: Described how I get Mark to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I never have. To, I'm not kidding you. And Mark will tell you. I tell him this all the time. I never have to tell him what to do. So if he's like, oh, I want to do this crazy thing, and I'm like, Yeah, that's an awful idea. I never have to tell him that. I'm like, All right, all right. D- yeah, think about that. Let me know. He will always come back to what I want him to do, in essence. <laughs> and I never have to say anything. So the fact that you're like, I'm just gonna plant the seed and walk away. You know what you want him to do. And you're like,
0: Just let him think on
2: it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all i know is roughly and and just just to let the listeners at, listeners at home know how long it took for this to finally grow into something that we could reap i remember vaguely vaguely i planted this somewhere around the like november december of 2016 january 2017 i said listen people seem to really be digging what's going on at ellis island and, and the karaoke stuff i mean that might be something to at least think about for a Vegas vacation, you know, just because that's what folks that are coming out to Vegas vacation seem to be interested in. And I just walked away yep. and I, true, hand to God, hand to God listeners, I'd forgotten about this idea until it popped up on Mark's itinerary. We're gonna do karaoke and we're gonna do some slot races and group gaming at Ellis Island. And I thought, this is brilliant, Mark. <laughs> you're, you're truly playing to what the listeners have given you feedback on, of, hey, wouldn't it be cool to try to check out X I like how when he says
1: what y. I want to do, he, he just replaced it with what the listeners want.
0: <laughs> right? Oh, Hunter, that's that's the other thing, too. I wasn't going to actually acknowledge that because uh, Mark didn't know that I knew. I'm, I'm aware of it. Well, he, knows. <laughs> if I, he knows. If I say the listeners want, Tony gets what he wants. <laughs> yes,
2: well, we know you well enough, Tony, to know that when you say the listeners want to do this, it's because you also want to do this. Also if the f- listeners wanted to do it and you didn't, you would never bring it up.
1: I also feel like I'm being sold short. Uh, this idea was brought up years ago, it, and yeah. I have shot this thing down for fucking ever. It's the Ellis Island angle that he brought to it, that, and and the fact that everybody did it like a couple Vegas vacations ago. Like I swear all of this was just an elaborate plan to just chip away to where I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're gonna do it. Fine. We'll just go. Right? We'll go. Whatever. Y'all end up there anywhere. Anyway, <laughs> let's just go it there. Is it because
0: Julie Moore hiked all the way down there in her high heels? Is that why we're doing this?
1: I'm not. I, uh, first of all, I'm not entirely sure that ever happened. That sounds like oh, a did. story that you would did. make up nope. just so it would stick in my ear. Nope. And I would always. I would never be able to forget that people went over to Ellis Island. No, that she did.
2: She did. And those those killer fuck me heels that she had on when we had right. dinner at STK. STK. Okay. It, it was yeah. she. I mean, I mean, she was dressed to the nines. It sounds and more she like hiked a legend the there.
1: than than yeah, real. Right. We have, all conspired
0: against you as one big conspiracy. <laughs> you to... have
2: met Julie, right? She is a
1: legend yeah, in and of herself.
2: Yeah, so I of can't... course she did. Come on. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. Three sixty vacation seven. Two weeks. It's happening. I
2: can't believe it's only two weeks. Yeah, right. Somebody said that today. They're like, oh, I'll be flying out there in two weeks. I'm like, holy shit! It's only
0: two weeks. It's wild. All right. So, hey, Mark. Talk to me about a weekly recap. Taking advantage
1: of our new proximity to the action, the idea occurred to me to actually go out and see the things we reported on last week's show. Not only was it a great idea, it was really fun and inspired a new segment called 360 Vegas FHE, or First Experience. This hit me at like 3 a.m. I'm like, oh my god, I'm going right now.
0: I got a question at 3 a.m. Were you just getting up or just going to bed? Just getting up. Ah, so you're keeping the the that tradition alive.
1: I am. Yeah. Yep.
0: All right. All right. Cool.
1: Yep. Anyway, here's what we learned. The W signage is still on display at SLS, despite reports last week that the partnership between the two brands has come to an end. Oh, something I forgot to say. Uh, if you don't follow us on social media and you like this, you're going to want to do that. Because I share all the pictures that I end up taking um, for, for whatever it is I'm following up on uh, via social media, via Twitter specifically. But it all feeds to like, Facebook or whatever.
0: Do you use your 360 Vegas? Or are you going to create a 360 Vegas FHE? No,
1: no. I just use 360 Vegas.
0: Okay. Okay. Just, just being clear. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, uh, v- thank you. B- <laughs> the no, back- no, thank you. <laughs> right?
1: Back to the W signage. So Vito Vegas clarified that the end of the partnership was somewhat abrupt when the two parties couldn't come to an agreement, hence the signage still on display. At Melts Vegas reported this week that the Lux Tower that the W ran will be renamed the Grand Tower as of today resorts world is actually making some progress, some visible progress, like undeniably visible progress. The towers have grown tall enough that Circus Circus is no longer viewable from the street level to those south of the structure to which one person who followed us on social media said something to the effect of blessings or something like that. (laughs) Something to like, see, we're all going to win on this. Now we can't see Circus Circus anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The new downtown Las Vegas signage that was revealed last week at the intersection of Las Vegas Boulevard and Main Street, just north of Stratosphere, is pretty underwhelming. And it's easy to miss. I mean, honestly, it looked more like oversized wooden lawn decorations you'd find next to a shadowy cowboy or a lady bending over showing her polka dot bloomers than a Vegas marquee. It's... Who, who knew... 26 foot tall was that missable.
2: Yeah. Well, and I will say this. We saw it during the day.
1: Well, I'm and assuming it, it lights up. And in its defense, it, there's a traffic light, like, yeah. fucking right in, in the way. In front of it. a big traffic light right in the way.
2: I just don't know. I don't know how there's a place for you to stand in front of it and take a photo.
1: Oh, I know. I, I logistically know how. Because
2: of, of where the... It, it's literally, Tony, like, it sits on a corner, and there's this huge, tall traffic light pole in front of it and barriers and all that other kind of stuff so it's like you'd have to back up almost to the edge of that barrier to get a picture
1: there's way more land there than you realize it doesn't Uh, look like it no there's a but it's and it also
2: doesn't look like an area that i'd want to stop to get out and take a picture that
1: is true yeah so that's true the crane being used at Link to construct the new zip line on property has come down, restoring all three lanes of traffic on Las Vegas Boulevard to northbound drivers as progress on the attraction continues to progress. As progress continues to progress. Yeah.
0: That's usually how it works. That's right. the best part.
2: And it is great because I think the first trip we took down to the Strip, it was down to one lane of traffic going northbound, which was just a cluster.
1: Well, now inside work on the new sports bar slash man cave experience replacing tag bar has virtually all the space in between catalyst bar and the south link entrance just off the link promenade walled off they have a small area like they now have an entrance just off of las vegas boulevard but it's it's almost nothing like i mean I, I have to believe it's going to be a temporary entrance because they've made no effort to draw attention to it other than, like, did that door just open?
2: Yeah, yeah. no, there's a door there that wasn't there before. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of sad the amount of money and time that they're spending to renovate and redo something that they just opened.
1: I agree. I mean, I, I imagine they think this is a super amazing idea and that's why they have to do it.
2: Which, if they actually get an entrance, on Las Vegas Boulevard. Oh, I, I
1: I completely agree with you. They need Duh. to have one regardless. Yeah, they I should have
2: agree. had one to begin with. I
1: agree. Thank
2: but yeah, to have all of that kind of tore up again right now, you're like, really? It's like your your youngest property in your whole portfolio on the strip. And, and we're
0: making the hardest to get into. Right. Exactly. Well,
2: and then now they're going to rip it up again. It's like,
1: all right, whatever. Somebody didn't think this through. Jumping down to Soundstrip, Park MGM continues its march towards upgraded forgettability experience. While wow, one of the lamest marquee signs existing on the Las Vegas Strip is up and running, honestly, it feels like they're not even trying at this point. It's What's so... the marquee sign? Exactly, exactly. I love that I pointed it out to you several times, and you're like, "What? What's the marquee sign?" It's just a, it's just a, an LED sign that's got a little bit of that outline of that that color that they have. It's it. What? On, the, to- me up on is... the top of the building? No a marquee isn't on the top of a building well that's what I was confused that's the only signage i've ever seen marquee sign no it's on the strip for the park yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> i mean i think that's incredibly telling as and she's parents, being like, dead I serious. I, I literally don't know what you're talking about. I, no, I, I agree she is. I, I believe her. I can hear it in her voice. I'm confused. That is a really <laughs> sad statement then about whatever Park MGM's trying to do.
1: You know what it's similar to? Remember when we were driving past? So the palm, po- the Palms has now updated oh, their God. sign, and yeah. we saw it the other day. And it, they've gotten rid of the big feather plume. Like, now it's just, just it like an LED sign. It literally says the palm,
2: and then it's a huge LED sign underneath, which is great does from it say, a graphic does, standpoint.
1: The Palms lights up, though, right? It does. We I saw th- it during the day. Does but it no, chase? It does. I don't remember if I don't it know. chases. I, I don't We haven't seen it, in but, it yet. But that M- the Park MGM sign is just like that one, but less memorable. Less memorable than that, but it's oh. basically the exact same sign.
2: Okay. No, I guess I of remember that. I just remember looking at the front of the building and going, it looks like a basketball shop.
1: Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> o- that was oh, overwhelmingly oh, wow. distracting. It does. Tony,
2: yeah. I'm not kidding. It looks like the front of a basketball shop. Which, That's... What, the comment I made to Mark was, Okay, if you're going for a park theme, I guess Bass Pro is known for outdoorsy,
0: <laughs> right? What kind of park are they going for? I,
2: you know, outdoorsy. I don't know. It look, it literally looks like the entrance to a Bass Pro shop. It's lame.
1: And also something else that I thought was disturbing is towards the back of the property, they uh, are around the, the park theater. They used to have static marquees of the people who were performing there. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that they're moving to LED signage, because if, if not. Those are now gone, and the side of the building shows distress from them ripping the signs off. I have to believe it's got to be better. There's no way they're going to let it go, especially with the, the money that they're putting into this thing. But regardless. A more Vegas-y sign is uh, put up at CBS North, uh, just north <laughs> of uh, Park MGM. Uh, that's one of the th- reasons why I think I might be able to keep doing this segment all the time. When we go to Vegas, I'm always like, oh, that's new. That's new, And I can prove it. Like, I can show you. Like, look, here's a picture I had from before. I know,
2: because I sit there and go, prove it. I don't believe you.
0: <laughs> Do you say it like that, too? I mean, that- well, because oh, I'm,
2: impru- you know, I'm impersonating Mark, and that's how he talks. So, prove it. I don't believe you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, other, in other signage news, the Walgreens north of SLS appears to be adding a Mecca Walgreens-esque marquee to their exterior.
2: Well, they're adding something. Yeah. They're scaffolding up there. It's huge. Yeah.
1: Lastly... Wynn Plaza looks near identical to Encore Beach Club from the outside. If you didn't know that it was new, you'd have no idea that it was new.
2: I, I didn't know it was. I was yeah. like, isn't that just Wynn? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: another, another.
2: Again, Mark was like, no, okay.
1: okay, that's new. That's a whole new shopping promenade. Like, OK. And there you go. That, that was my my firsthand experience, my 360 Vegas first hand experience. I hope you enjoyed it.
0: <laughs>
1: I did. I don't give a fuck if you didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the rest of us are like,
1: doo doo do I know. They're like, Come on, I hate all of you. And yet I'm riveted. But,
2: but you don't care because you live here and this is what you want to do and it's your show. So what does it matter?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Talk to me about the MGM Resorts social experience.
1: The only logical way to understand what the hell MGM Resorts is doing is to conclude that they are leading a brand damaging study on just how much you can charge guests before they stop patronizing your resort either that or jim Murrin is trying to get fired despite reported concern about declining gaming revenues mgm reaffirmed they have no idea the impact the nickel and diamond guests they pioneered in the market truly cost them this week it was announced that MGM Resorts have implemented a 20% service charge on all their spas. Full disclosure, five of their properties already charged a similar fee, including MGM Grand and the Mirage. Now that fee has now been adopted to the rest of their properties. Brought to you by the people who claim resort fees and parking fees exist because guests ask for such things. The PR spin on this is the fee will essentially replace tipping. So you heard it here. MGM is encouraging patrons of their spa to not tip. Come on, unions, man. Like, this seems like an easy one. Well,
2: the question is, are, do, the, do the... Okay, so let's say I go in and get a massage. Does the person that gave me the massage actually get that 20% service fee, or does it go into some pool that they only get a portion of? Because usually when you tip, the intention of tipping is to make sure that the person that... Provided you good service. Well,
1: but the argument that anybody will provide is that Vegas has been put, uh, been tip pooling for fucking a decade at this point. Well, I don't give a shit. Least. All I know is
2: at this point now, if I see a twenty percent service charge, a I'm gonna you know second guess going there, and b I ain't giving them anything else if I do. It's
1: crazy. I don't know what the fuck is taking. I mean, I guess I guess this one's a little bit different because their services like I don't know. I don't isn't? It isn't.
2: It's not. I mean, they're they're either doing one of two things. They are adding twenty percent on. Because they just think, well, hell, let's try to get another 20% out of these fucking people and hope to God they don't notice and still tip.
0: And still tip, yeah.
2: Or they're taking the money out of the, the person that's performing the services pocket. It's bullshit.
0: Apparently... It's M- super bullshit. Oh, hey, let me jump in real quick go and ahead, just simply say, if folks are going to go ahead and do use the services at any of the MGM properties, call them up to make your reservation and say, oh, by the way... Is this 20% service charge? Ask him specifically. Yeah, yeah, given to the person that's doing the services, or is this just an add-on? And if it's an add-on, say, you know what, I've, I've changed my mind. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to decline this opportunity. Yep. So that there's real feedback then that we're not going to stand for this. Listen, if, if, and I don't think this is it for a second. But if the problem is. People are cheap mofos, and they go in for a $150 massage, and they go, right. thanks so much, and they walk out, yep. and, and the masseuse gets nothing. I get implementing a 20% service charge. It's no different than when they tack on 18% on a, as a gratuity for a large table. But alternatively, if this is, as Karen, you aptly point out, it's just a money grab, don't yep. stand for that. You nope. should absolutely clarify and ask what the service charge is for. And does it goes does it go to the person providing the services or is a tip, is this over and above what a tip would, you know, and if, be included with?
2: Honestly, if they say that it's, you know, just a, no, it's just another service charge and tip is not included, then I, w- I would end the conversation with Arya. fucking kidding me. Nice. Because that's kind of what Aria did and started it. So right. bunch of assholes. Well, that was our, okay. They, there was a bait and switch with Aria. Yeah,
1: that's true. If you truly, honestly, if you truly despise the fee practice that continues to spread around Vegas, the only way you're going to do, the only way you're going to make any impact, and I feel like we're solicitors at this fucking point, but the only way you're going to make any impact is to not give those businesses money. I mean, it's...
2: Well, and the the hard part about that is when you go to vegas you want to go to these places and they kind of know that they know they have a trapped audience they know
1: that they oh, also know that have... you're what well, it's similar to the gambling they know you're drinking they know you're just there to have a good time and, and then, you're not going to pay attention and you want to do that thing and then you're like oh but then they, it's going to charge you this like you fucking dicks i still want to do this but now right. i'm irritated that you fucking did this but yeah. you're still going to do it and they're like well fuck it you're going to do it anyway so what do i care right
0: But, guys, here's a a counterpoint to that is to say that. I know you're going to say it. I know you're going to say it. Mm -hmm. I I don't think I will. I I can get massages for one third less, maybe even 50% less than what Vegas charges. Absolutely. I pay those prices because I'm in Vegas. But for you to just do a flat out money grab of an additional 20% just because I'm in your city. On top of the inflated price, yeah. 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 Preach it, Karen, that's exactly it. You're already fleecing me with the price that I'm paying for the service that I'm getting. Don't then turn around and And jam it somewhere where the sun don't shine. Right just because I'm in your fine city.
2: And in fairness, you know when you come to Vegas, pretty much everything, especially at the, the nicer resorts, is going to be more expensive than it would be in your hometown and wherever you're doing. Well, maybe not in our hometown because, you know, it is. <laughs>
1: exactly. But, <laughs>
2: but you, you know that going in, and part of the you, you want to do that, like you said, in Vegas, it's part of the experience. But when, and I'm just repeating exactly what I said, when they add the 20% of fuck you money right on top of it, you're like, what the fuck?
1: There are other options. There's tons of options here. Patronize the places that don't do this to you, and then places like MGM are forced to to not do this shit because if you're not going to go there, I mean, I I totally agree with you guys. If you want to make the extra effort to point it out to them, that's great, but ultimately, it's all about your money. It doesn't matter how much you bitch. You can scream. You can do whatever you want. If you give them money, they don't give a fuck. No, they'll just keep doing it. They just don't care.
0: Uh, let me, one more last point. I swear to God, I swear to God, last point. <laughs> say, I will channel my inner uh, Taylor and Tara when they would probably be screaming right now as they're listening to this podcast, go to Red Rock. go to Green Valley, go off strip. You're paying to get a massage or any other sort of treatment because you're on the strip. You go off the strip, and not only do they not charge you this as you... Mark aptly call it the twenty percent fuck you charge, but they're also not upcharging you because you're merely on the strip getting the exact same treatment that you could get off strip. Check those places out. They're gorgeous facilities Jesus hotel Christ. casinos to begin with.
1: If you think about a twenty percent charge, that's virtually an Uber cost.
0: Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. And are yeah. you kidding? Red Rock is right around 40.
0: That's right. You could you could waive the Martin <laughs>
2: Karen's house.
0: <laughs> Might be north, might be west, might be south, could be east, we don't know.
1: (laughs) Some of us know. (laughs) (laughs) That's it on that one, I'm tired of talking about it.
0: Me too. You know what I'm not tired of talking about? Fremont Experience, and in particular, the new Fremont, oh fuck, damn it, Bourbon. (laughs) It
1: was so good, you were there.
0: And in particular, the new Fremont Street Experience.
1: Renovations to the downtown attraction were announced something like a year ago, but this week, it was revealed that the project will actually begin in February of 2019, targeting New Year's Eve 2019 for completion. The $32 million project will make the resolution seven times brighter and allow the attraction to run
0: 24 hours a day. Seven times brighter? We literally burn out our retinas trying to look at it. <laughs> like staring at the
2: sun. Maybe they have a dimmer switch.
0: We all need those uh, uh, eclipse glasses over right. our eyes, those, and those- there's Trump just staring at it, you know, trying to cover his <laughs> eyes.
1: Those old lady, those old lady glasses that are, that they wrap around your head, <laughs> that are pitch yeah. black.
2: <laughs> the ones we, yeah, we'd go to the uh, optometrist, right? right? they dilate at the, your uh, eyes.
0: The Fremont experience through like a shoebox. <laughs> <waiting> for- <laughs> Waiting for it to come through the hole that we've pin poked in it? Yeah. We should check with
2: Alistair. Wait. I'm sure he has some more of those eclipse sunglasses left that he could just, you know, right. run out to people. Like anytime you come in, then you just dip them in the dis- disinfectant and pass them back out again.
0: I naturally assume if you live in England, anytime the sun comes out, you need eclipse glasses. <laughs> what the hell is this giant orange globe that I'm staring it's at? It's
1: so bright. Various interactive. Various interactive features are also part of the plans, including the ability to display personalized messages on the canopy and submit song and video requests.
2: I thought we could already put personalized messages on the canopy. Oh, wait, that's only whoa, if you have a really whoa, good friend. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I know that
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only if you have a really good friend. It's super Thanks.
0: awesome. All right, well, I, we should probably move into prop bats then. For those of you unfamiliar, bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Aerosmith announced that they will celebrate their 50th anniversary as a band. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Their residency will be in Vegas, specifically at the Park Theater. There will be 18 shows in all. The first will be April 6th of next year, with additional dates in June and July. Tickets are going to go on sale Friday, August 24th, and tickets are going to start at $75. That seems like a really, I mean, granted, I've not been in Park Theater yet to know where the nosebleeds are, but 75 yeah. bucks to see Aerosmith, that's a really affordable ticket price.
2: So so there were two things, well, yes, and I'm interested in this because we might want to look in and see because I think I've never seen Aerosmith. I think it would be a great show. They yeah. have so many hits to tap into. Yeah. But two thoughts. Number one. Fifty fucking years as a band.
1: As a band, that's the crazy thing. That's like the, I
2: yeah. remember when they came out with the. What is the, the fuck the album are they Pink? all still alive? Was it the album Pink that came out in the nineties?
1: Yeah.
2: Um. And I was like, God, they're fucking old then. And now, and that was in the nineties. We're twenty years after that, and they're they're still. I
1: don't think Pink came out in the nineties.
2: What was the one that had um, um crying and?
1: Oh God, that's that's completely different, and that was in the eighties.
2: That was not in the 80s, because Alicia Silverstone was in the video.
1: All right, maybe in the 90s. Maybe early 90s, yeah. All right.
2: Anyway, that Uh, when that album came out, Living on the Edge.
1: Is that the name of the album?
2: I don't know. The song was on there. I
1: know. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) We're gonna get feedback on this. Of course.
2: But uh, that uh, they were old then, and still cool. And now it's 20 years later, and you're like, what the hell? The second thing is, and I asked you this earlier. As a band. What constitutes a residency? Because it. All right, so well, it's
1: eighteen shows. This one, uh, this seems like a pretty easy call. Yeah, but
2: it's it's one date in April, and then it's again in June and July. One date in April.
1: That's when the first date will be. Is April sixth?
2: Okay, with additional dates in June and July. Yeah, there's so eighteen the
1: w- shows split up over three
0: months.
2: Okay, so it makes it sound like there's the first ones in April, and the rest of them are in June and July.
0: No, it, in in Karen's defense, if you were t- let's just say first shows in April, right. April, May, June, uh, July. You're looking at four months four divided by 18 is barely like 2.25 so they're going to do a concert every other week in vegas does that count as every a, other week is a residency
1: the fact that you're in a reoccurring venue i believe is i, I said if you perform a week's worth of shows over um and an extended period of time so like if you perform a week's worth Actually, if you perform a week's worth within a week, I'll give you a but, residency.
2: Well, a week's worth within a week, yes. But if you do a week's worth within a year, that's not a residency. I still you're, say you're a reoccurring act. It's not a residency.
1: Within a
0: year.
2: And I, I don't mean, it's, it doesn't matter. No, it's, 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 a fun, it's, a,
0: it's a fun debate. I, I agree. Right. I mean,
1: that's actually a good point. Like, like how many shows, because like, that's a great point that you didn't bring up earlier, is that because I said, you know, if you want to take a week and spread it out over a month, you know, or whatever, like, that's fine. You know, five shows, you're spreading out over a month. Like, right, it's a residency, I guess. Well, and you're I guess I look at it place. from the
2: standpoint of a residency. It's like your, your gear, your crew, but you, your stage setup is all there. But
1: I do agree with you. Like, it, there's... there's it has to be at least so long, and it can't be too long based on the number of performances, because then you're right—you're just a reoccurring act, right. not a residency. Right. If you're—if you're, if you're doing like if they're because they, 18- they ain't gonna stay
2: in Vegas. So when when I think of a residency, I think of somebody, an artist that's gonna come to ve- Vegas and they're gonna stay there while they do a boatload of shows.
1: Actually, you just you just hit it in in my head. In my head, the frequency has to be enough that you, that you could reasonably assume. They are staying. They're going to be a resident. Vegas. Vegas. They Vegas. got here. They're staying for several right. nights so they can perform these shows. That's what makes a resident.
2: Yeah, I totally I don't know agree. that. I yeah. Okay. You no. helped
1: define that. Karen helped define what a Vegas residency is. Let it be known.
2: <laughs> so let it oh be God. written. <laughs> so let it be. done. So let
1: it be written. So let it be known.
2: God. Located on the second level of the property in the space originally home to the race and sports book, the Block 16 Urban Eatery and Bar will open at Cosmopolitan on August 31st. It will feature six Six fast casual eateries, including Hattie B's Hot Chicken, which honestly I can't wait to try if it's the same one as in Nashville, Lardo and District Donut Sliders Brew. No word if the second level concept was abandoned or just not referenced in the Eater Vegas article.
1: I, I would like to highlight that this is opening on August thirty first, and draw the correlation that three hundred and sixty Vegas vacation happened shortly after that. I don't think it's
2: coincidence. I'm excited. I'm they knew.
1: They knew. People know me.
0: I, <laughs> You're, I mean, I, I don't want to say I'm a big fucking deal, but you know.
1: I think I think Cosmopolitan just did.
0: Oh God, here we go.
1: At. Melts Vegas is reporting that even after Waldorf Astoria takes over and rebrands the Mandarin Oriental at City Center, they will continue to offer the tea service Mandarin was known for.
2: Which I'm excited for because I haven't had a chance to be
1: there.
2: Well, to I mean, there. you knew they
1: were going to keep that. Uh, see, the thing is, is like I don't know if it's the tea service or if it's just the fucking amazing view from the fucking tea room.
2: There's, there's a ritual to a tea service that. Is Seems cool. annoying
1: as fuck to me. I'm like, for, just give me the goddamn you. drink. Just give it to me. Stop spinning it around. Just give me the drink.
2: I, again, for you.
1: <laughs>
2: for other people, it I, is I, a very, it, it's a, an entertaining, it's a fun concept, it's a, a hint back to a more genteel time. It, it, it's fun. I, I'm looking forward to still being able to go down there and do that by myself at old, whatever day I choose by to. Yourself. I know yeah.
0: that's fine. Karen, if you can hold out until I can get there. I would I would love to just experience it. Just one time. I am all about experiences. I would I, li- I would friends. like Tony,
1: I would love. I would like to photograph to you experiencing enjoying this, with you. this experience. I'm going
0: to I'm going to record video so people can be like when right. they're still, sitting there. They're still You're, sitting there. Here's a picture of them looking like they're enjoying themselves Here's a video of them being like where the fuck is the next round? <laughs> right. Just
2: but bring you get in my tea and crumpets. But bitch. you get to snack on little little sandwiches during the whole thing. I'm I'm so yeah. Tony, let me know. We'll figure this. We'll fit this into the agenda.
0: Vital of Vegas is reporting that Win and Encore have reversed their 2015 decision to reduce craps odds to only two x on all of those games, except in the high limit room. Recently, all tables have been returned to a 3, 4, and 5x odds. Well done. Win Las Vegas.
1: So they got rid of parking. And now they're returning gaming limits to well, reasonable. They're, they're desperately Somebody's got to start the revolution of 2-3. Or 3-2. Somebody's got to start the revolution oh, of 3-2. would be great?
2: Well,
1: Ugh. Cromwell
0: has. Well,
2: yeah. But Cromwell's Cromwell. not World. win. I, Cromwell. and I know I love
0: Cromwell so much. I'm sorry, sorry, Karen. I know, right? You, you're trying to make a greater point. It, in, in Mark and I are like, oh, I just love Cromwell. I
2: just love. So I know. Much. I heard. I heard the hard-ons hitting the desks, and you know, <laughs> it did, it's it did, fine. It did. It's it did.
0: fine. I'm sorry. What, what did you want to say about Wynn on encore, Karen? Well, no, I was just
2: gonna say that Wynn is desperately trying to pull back anybody that they can I know, right? after the whole look over here disaster. Look over here. Yep. So yep. the parking, well, upping our odds or you know odds on and all that kind of stuff. I I just think that they're the fallout from the whole wind scandal is still hurting them, so they're trying to figure out how to. In addition to continuing to be high end, which they are, um, trying to figure out how to draw more people back. So
0: yeah. Except in last week's podcast, we talked about how the just overall wind facility has rescinded their no strollers it is weird rule that is weird why would you although although trying that trying
2: to drive drive
1: more right people that, in. that does draw more to karen's if point
2: anytime you're excluding somebody you're you know keeping right. them out of your That's property true. everyone right. come in for
1: a, any reason so, at all please, so please come pretty in. pretty much
2: I mean if you think that you know rich people don't have strollers and and little rag muffin kids then yeah okay. oh, game, sorry i gonna be harsh but no I mean rich <laughs> rich people have kids too <laughs>
0: It's so, not harsh because it's true. Although in 2018, you know what? Sometimes the truth hurts. That's it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. We've got some Facebook uh, direct messaging from John McGuffin Sr. What's going on
1: here? We don't normally do this, but this was just too good. (laughs) It's just too good. This one is
2: good. Okay, so uh, John McGuffin Sr. is providing some insight into Chris Angel's new residency at Planet Hollywood, which I think we scoffed at slightly. (laughs) It It was a little fuzzy last week. I'm not sure. A thought about the Chris Angel move that you mentioned on this past podcast. Under the Luxor Agreement which he was drastically overpaid and cost MGM a bundle, the company paid him his salary, and they also paid for the expenses of the show itself. The company took all the box office and a portion of the merchandise. The agreement with Planet Hollywood is the opposite. Chris Angel gets all the box office and merchandise, but he is responsible for all expenses. In essence, he's simply renting the theater. It seems Mr. Angel has a very inflated image of himself and his success. As you probably know, he was one of the worst-reviewed shows in Las Vegas, and many, many people were seen walking out of the theater during the performance. I'm sure he'll reap exactly what he deserves. Oh my
1: God, he's got to be careful.
2: I love that.
1: <laughs> I didn't think of, I didn't think about that. If it's been that bad, and they—oh well—I'm sure playing Hollywood will do a really good job of hiding it as well. But
2: <laughs> well, the question is, which which show was he? Wa- were they walking out of? Were they walking out of him when he was at Luxor?
1: Well, yeah, that's the point. They, okay. He hasn't started his uh, Planet Hollywood show yet.
2: Well, then he obviously has an overinflated sense of who he well, is. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, everybody said, like, that show was a... Uh, there's a reason why it stopped being a Cirque show, because even Cirque was like, um, do you just want to do your own thing? Because we don't want you to do our yeah. thing anymore.
2: I, I love the fact, though, that now it's all on him. If this yeah. show fails, he has to... Financially.
1: Like, I mean, oh, he'll, yeah, he'll spin him. it however he wants, but no, it's fine. now he'll actually have to financially suffer for it
2: he can yeah. he can spin it however he wants to i just love the fact that the contract is flipped where mgm you know oh no we'll pay you everything and like fuck this was a bad idea
1: yeah they really did think they were super ahead of the curve by landing this guy and it just it just did and i wanted to think it. i was like wow a fucking magician this young guy fucking you know he's gonna do a circ show it's gonna be pretty cool and it was just a fucking disaster
2: which I can't wait for this one to continue to be. So, <laughs> sorry.
1: Like, the guy is just... Like I said, I, I wish, I, I really do wish that... Uh, just like Vegas, I, I, I wish he wasn't fucking such a douche, and I wish it was interesting, because he's... I don't know. I and, and I don't, and I don't it, know why it, I'm trying to find And in all
2: fairness, we've never actually seen his show. true, yeah. I also don't... I, I can't spend the money to buy a ticket to go see him like i there's no we, we, way we had that comp, I wanna, right.
1: we had comp yeah. ticket offers
2: <laughs> oh well yeah i still didn't want did I, to I give him my time i didn't want
1: to give him my time that's exactly right. what we said like I, uh, i'm not gonna dedicate an hour and a half two hours of this
0: well that's gonna do it for episode number <laughs> 276 <laughs> thank you all for listening and downloading we really do appreciate it if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show you can do so on the blog It's 360Vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to the show on Patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates like Amazon.com, Earth Limos, or just make a PayPal donation. You can buy merchandise from our store. It's Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us some feedback, much like our dear friend here did, written or audio, we'll take it all. You can do so. It's the 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com email address. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, you there are instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page.
1: Tony, until 360 Vegas Vacation 7, where can people find you?
0: I will be at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen.
2: I'm at Karen Mark.
1: I just told you were working on me, so until next week.